how are you, my friend? Fabulous. <laughs> uh, I have uh, exciting, what well, might not be super exciting for you, although you are wearing yet another amazing shirt. For the first time in 133 days, uh, I had dry clean just show up at my house moments before this interview. So wow. I have. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, and I'm sure there was a moment in this whole deal where you're like, I don't even need these shirts. Oh, I mean, early on, you know, early on it was. And then like, and then you'd start showing up on camera more yeah. and more and more. And you're like, how yeah. many, how many times can I wear this before yeah, anyone right. notice? <laughs> I mean, there was a moment I walked into my closet and I'm like, what was I doing? You know, because I had all these clothes and I'm like, what yeah. is that about? Get a, get a real life, you know? Yeah, about for there. sure, dude. For sure. How was your weekend? <laughs> weekend was great because, uh, you know, the temperature backed off a little bit. I could get out there and get some good hiking in. So, you know, I had a 10 mile day, a 10 mile day and a nine mile day. And, and, and whenever that happens, you know, I come back to work a lot, a lot smarter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure, for sure. So one of the things I want to ask you about is um, we talked a couple weeks back about my trip to the Southerner down by you. Yeah. And on my way to the Southerner, my wife and I both commented that there was this very new looking version of a Bigby store. And I, yeah. I kind of wanted to like I wanted to hear about what was the so essentially if you have not seen one before, um, it's very modular and looks sort of like a um storage bin that you would see on like a, a ship, right? Like a, yeah, right. Con sea container. a, a yeah. sea container. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want to know a, where did that come from and B, sort of what is it for and, and how has it been working? Right. Cause it, yeah. there's no seating. It's obviously just drive through only, That's you know, right. but walk me through that. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, the genesis of it was actually my, uh, my business partner, Mike McFall um, and I were in Indonesia and we were uh, looking at some cafes. I have dogs. Um, and we were looking at some cafes there. And there was literally folks that were taking sea containers and, and turning them into cafes. And we're like, that's a really cool idea. Then we came back home from that. And we had uh, a franchisee say, listen, I think I can build those. And, and I have, I've already been working on plans. Now, they're, you know, they're not made out of sea containers, but it's like one going long ways, one way, one standing up uh, as a sign. And basically this whole thing comes in three pieces and it gets assembled in 48 hours and then away you go, right? So you just need to order product in and bring your folks in. Sure. And I mean, it comes fully loaded with everything. I mean, equipment down to the sticker, you know, for please wash your hands uh, yep. kind of thing. Well, you know, COVID hit, uh, lobby shut down, drive throughs stayed open, but the real superstar of COVID, of course, have been drive throughs and this is a drive through only. And so, you know, the way the public looks at these drive through onlys, and we call these particular things B-cubes, the way they look at B-cubes is that they're just super safe. But we had opened a B-cube, you know, I think it was in Ohio, uh, about a week or two before the shutdown happened. And that store almost immediately went to the number two store in the system. I mean, it's oh, just wow. unbelievable. So, you know, these last many weeks, um, Big B Coffee's been really blessed. We're very grateful. You know, we've had 21% growth, 21% growth, 29% growth. And then this last week was 26% growth. And, and almost all of that is through drive-throughs. And these B cubes are drive-through only. And they've just turned out to be superstars. Very cool. And so, yeah. you know, as 
if somebody's trying to, you know, we, we talked last week about what type of person would open a Bigby franchise. You know, how does somebody get greenlit to do this one versus a typical brick and mortar? Yeah, in, in some ways, this one's almost easier. Um, Which was my thinking, right? Because you don't need as yeah. much space and, you know. <laughs> you know, normally you got you to gotta go into that landscape of uh, finding strip mall locations, in-cap units, so you can have a drive-through, very competitive, very expensive, and so on and so forth. In this case, uh, we have arrangements uh, with folks like Myers, right? So Myers has these vast parking lots that get used less because of pickup and delivery and all this kind of thing. And so you can throw down a big cube in a Meyer parking lot. It only takes eight spaces, right? And we've got some pre-arrangements with Myers, and we have some pre-arrangements with some other folks too. And so this idea of trying to find a, a piece of property is, is not quite as difficult in many ways, you know, Myers figured out the epicenter of the communities a long time ago. So you don't have to sort of figure that part out. Sure. Yes. And then, and then the other beauty is, you know, you can you can go to a freeway exit, find a sliver of land that you otherwise can't build a, a, a typical quick service restaurant because, you know, the, the footprint of this thing is it, it's only like 400 square feet. Boom. You can lay that down on a piece of dirt also so it's really remarkable and then the last application is you know, baby does so well in small towns as a matter of fact we just sold another unit in hudson michigan and not to be confused with new hudson michigan uh, but you know it's just a small town between uh, cold water and and adrian or maybe i don't have that quite right no hillsdale and adrian right and it's just a little bird but when bigby opens up in these bergs it's like you know uh, we become the epicenter of the community almost immediately. And these uh, B cubes are just a really easy way to do that. And so take me back a couple steps yeah. because this is the stuff that, that I find fascinating. And so you and Mike are on a trip and you're seeing these C containers turned into at the same time. Yeah. Halfway across the world, there's a franchisee with a pencil and a notebook who's drawing this same thing in sort of like a close encounters mashed potato mountain sort of moment. Right. Totally. You know, yeah. and so, so how, so how do you guys get to, how does that serendipity happen? And then how long until you guys are like figuring out who's going to build these, how big they're going to be, and then putting the first one down? Like, what does that whole thing look like? Yeah. I mean, in this case, uh, we really have to give a lot to the partner, uh, Jeff Konchek, you know, the franchisee, he's up in Alpena super entrepreneurial kind of guy and he can basically get anything done that he that he dreams up right but you know the the way serendipity happens or the way one knows to capitalize an opportunity is when you already have a vision right so you know what i would say is most people have opportunities crossing their pathway every day they just don't know their opportunities right and the only time you know an opportunity is crossing your path is when you know the direction you're going which is generally your vision right so uh, we, we were thinking one way, uh, Jeff was uh, thinking uh, another way, but you know, most great ideas are the, are the aggregation of two good half ideas, right? And these were two yes. good half ideas and then boom, it becomes a whole. And, and uh, we've always been really lucky that way inside Big B Coffee in terms of finding these ideas and then finding the right partners to work with on them. Very cool. So last question I, I want to leave you with is, is sort of, more, again, more in this in this business vein, because um, I want to get your perspective as it feels like QSR, quick service restaurants, is still changing, right, as we're moving through this, you know, and, and I want to get your sense as somebody who obviously is iterating and thinking and changing all the time. 
from a consumer, like from my perspective and, and people who are watching this, how much will this space change in your estimation in the next six months? Because it, it feels like every day that we wake up, another giant franchise is making another leap into some technology because they know they have to now go in that direction, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so uh, we ID'd this uh, about five years ago. And, and that is that, you know, we just basically need to break down the the, the, the barriers of convenience, right? And, and convenience used to be defined by, hey, I need to put a physical location at main and main so the customer can get to me, right? But but the barriers we're trying to reduce are, you know, payment barriers, delivery barriers, mean, meaning how do we get the product to you? And, you know, I think we've all been thinking outside the box and not sure the public was quite ready for it yet, right? So like if we're on a Zoom, we're using Zoom right now. Zoom thought it would take about another 10 years to get about where it is right now. Uh, and they managed yes. to do it about four months. And so, you know, circumstances can accelerate ideas. And and in this case, I think everybody's had these things in their pocket. And they're not really sure that the current customer was ready for it. But hey, guess what? The current customer is ready for it. So let's get on it. <laughs> It's just, it's just a fascinating space to watch because to me, it's it's sort of been, and I, I know typically this analogy is used or, you know, this construct is used in a negative sense. And I don't mean it like that, yeah. but it very much feels like your industry um, as a whole has been the canary in the coal mine of innovation as like QSR has been pedal to the metal since March trying to figure this out faster than most because as you said in I think episode one or two right you guys were allowed to and became an essential service yeah. to release some pressure on the grocery stores <laughs> which allowed for some space to innovate and it doesn't seem like your industry has let up the gas at all in that regard no can't and and you know any 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 business worth its salt you know when 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 things are getting tough that's not a moment to pull back right that's a moment to lean in. And, and so uh, you can really see the businesses that are leaning in and saying, you know, let's keep moving. And that's what we're doing. Absolutely. As always, my friend, this is a pleasure. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And before I, before you wave and let you go, <laughs> uh, I want to start something new with these as, as we're yep. kind of moving through them. Um, what would you know, what's your big B drink of the week? If somebody needs to grab like, what's the thing they should be drinking this week? What's your vibe on that? Uh, caramel cold brew with uh, sweet foam. I mean, that that is the, uh, we're, we're, I, I think we might even be running out of it. Uh, and, and so, but I still encourage people to go and, and look for it. But I mean, we've just gone through so much of it. We can't believe it. Uh, so excited about it. The consumer just loves it. All right, my friend. Have a great week. We'll talk next Thanks. week. Bye. <laughs>